The North Forker Weekend Podcast is brought to you by Sherry Winterparker of Corcoran. Sherry is the North Fork's top real estate agent and top producer from 2005 through 2020. Hello again, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the North Forker Podcast. I am Grant Parpin. I'm joined this week by staff writer Lee Meyer. How you doing, Lee? Good. How are you? Good, good. And our contributing writer, Charity Roby on Shelter Island. How are you doing, Charity? I'm great. How are you, Grant? Great. Great to have you both uh, back this week to talk about events. I think last week we had a lot of good stuff uh, picked out, and I think it's no different this week. You know, there's really... Uh, no Tumbleweed Tuesday on the North Fork anymore. So, uh, Lee, why don't you kick us off? I know you had your eye on something that's happening in Riverhead this week. Yes, this is a little different. Um, the East End Arts Gallery in Riverhead is hosting um, a reception for its newest exhibition called Mixtape. Uh, so that is a collection of photography of the 90s hip-hop, R&B, punk, alternative, and grunge music scene by Rock and Roll Hall of Fame historian Ernie Panicoli and veteran radio disc jockey Julie Kramer. So Julie Kramer will be at uh, East End Arts this uh, Saturday, September 25th, to talk about the photography of some of these really big musicians from the 90s uh, that she and Ernie Panicoli took, which is really cool. Nice. You a 90s hip-hop guy, Lee? <laughs> no comment. <laughs> well, I, that's right in my sweet spot. You know, that's in my wheelhouse. I definitely grew up on a little bit of 90s hip hop and East, East End Arts does like such great programs. You know, I feel like not a lot of people uh, necessarily take advantage of all the, not only the different kind of shows that they do, but also the classes that they offer people. You know, I know my dad's an artist and uh, he kind of got back into it, uh, drawn at one of their classes and uh, just such a nice thing that people should really check out if they've never checked out. East End Arts in downtown Riverhead. You know, another place that I just love is a place that you mentioned this week, Charity, that you saw an event that they had going on that was perfectly seasonal considering we're hitting the fall season this week. Yeah. Um, one of the great things about fall is that the humidity lowers and our night sky, which is always spectacular out here because we have so little light pollution, becomes truly splendid. And at Custer Institute, they're doing a program on Saturday. It uh, starts at 8, called Exploring and Navigating the Autumn Night Sky. We really, our sky out here just cannot, We I cannot overstate how exciting it is to look up around here, especially if you're used to be, you know, being nearer to the city. You can see everything. And the purpose of this event is to help people learn how to spot, for instance, the North Star, the Andromeda Galaxy, the Milky Way. Um, they're going to tell stories about some of these uh, uh, things that you can see and give you some context for them. Just a really magical event and a very um, North Fork event because we we have so we are so we have so much farmland. We have so much relatively unbuilt, er, so many re relatively unbuilt areas that we we really have this amazing resource in the night sky and the Custer Observatory. Uh, is there to help us enjoy it. So you bring a blanket, um, you know, cover yourself up for the Skeeters and be ready to see an amazing, amazing sight in the night sky. That's great. I mean, the idea of having no light pollution out here is really, it's just so important. I know there's been a lot of efforts by a lot of people uh, to to sort of make sure that the North Fork and Shelter Island, really the whole East End 
stays that way. And um, Custer Institute's at the forefront of that. It's a great place to uh, visit. Yep. It's one of the darkest places in the Northeast. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. (laughs) I was looking at something a little uh, different. It's a first year they're doing Oktoberfest in downtown Riverhead. Last year, they had planned to do, I think, a little bit of a bigger event. This year, they've kind of scaled it back. Obviously, last year it was canceled because of, of COVID, but this year they're going to give it a go. It's 4 to 8 p.m. this Saturday in Grangebell Park in Riverhead, and it's happening before the um, Reflections Art in the Park light show. I know we've talked about that in the podcast before. I did it uh, about a month ago. I went uh, and walked through, and it's just it, – it's great. You know, I went with my family. Great thing to do with, like, multiple generations. I went with my kids and my parents, and it's just nice having, like, all three generations there walking through – that goes on from uh, 8 to 10. But the Oktoberfest is really the star of this one and what sets this apart from other uh, reflection shows. You know, they're going to have – they're telling you to dress up, you know, get that later <laughs> hosing out and, uh, you know, all that good stuff. They have uh, who are those guys playing. They're going to have a beer stein holding contest, a costume contest, German-inspired food from Seaside Grill. I don't know if you guys have ever tried Seaside Grill, but it's actually behind the Hyatt. It's this, like, outdoor kind of tiki bar. We did it as like a hidden gem in the magazine a while back. It's a great spot to, to check out. And, of course, what would uh, an Oktoberfest celebration be without beer from our local craft breweries? <laughs> so North Fork Brewing Co., Pecana County Brewing, Tradewinds, Long Island, all going to have a presence there. I don't know. Sounds like fun to me. Lee, what else are you looking at for this week? So all weekend long from Friday to Sunday is the third annual uh, Eastern Long Island Hospital uh, Fall Striper Fishing Tournament at Port of Egypt Marina. Um, so this is a big deal. Uh, it's past several years. It's been a big fishing tournament. It's a fundraiser for the hospital, I believe. Um, so on Friday night, and you don't have to be a fisherman to, to hang out and see all the fit, you know, the, the boats and, and participate in the celebrations. Uh, the captain's huddle is on Friday night, followed by the tournament on, on Saturday. And then the thing that I'm most looking forward to would be the striper bash and bake, uh, lobster oh, bake nice. on Sunday, where they're going to bake the fish and the lobster, and it'd be a nice a nice thing for the family to to do if you you know uh, like seafood and and big camaraderie and celebration of uh, of the Port of Egypt and the the fishermen. That's great, Port of Egypt, a great local company, been around. Yeah. Uh, a long time. I want to say they're celebrating like 75 years. I should know this, right? I think they're uh, advertising. <laughs> I'll just cut this part if it's wrong, you know. Uh, <laughs> Charity, uh, right next door to Port of Egypt right is a place, door, yeah. Yeah, a place that you mentioned. Yeah, so this is kind of exciting. It's something that – it's one of the many things that happened this summer that went by so fast we didn't really get to celebrate it. But the DEC announced in July that they have opened a marine waterway access site on a three-acre property uh, located at 750 Old Main Road, right near uh, Port of Egypt. Um, and it is the, um, it's the first um, marine waterway access site in the town of Southhold. Uh, it's, oh, it is, I'm sorry, it's the first and only rest- unrestricted waterway access site. So it's for public fishing, for recreational boating, and it's giving access to a water body that was not not easy to access uh, previously. And this this uh, happened. So now there's a public boat ramp, a canoe and kayak launch, uh, an accessible pathway, and spaces for trailers and cars. And this is all happening because the Ryder family 
um, that owned the property, which is previously the old barge restaurant, basically made it possible. They 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 worked with the state of New York and the Department of and the DEC to transform that property from one that you know used to be a commercial seafood restaurant to a public access site for a really amazing waterway. That that waterway actually is you can actually actually portage from uh, the sound to uh, to the bay on the, uh, by crossing a tiny bit of land, and that's that's it, it's there's a lot of historic uh, significance of that area, and it's also uh, in uh, in that waterway area the sites of some of the oldest uh, Native American uh, artifacts found on the east end of Long Island. So it's an amazing area, and and this is providing access to it for boaters. So it's it's a very exciting uh, exciting development that, yeah. that's happened. And it's great. You know, it's not just something I, I like when we have something that's not just an event that's happening this weekend, but something that people can access uh, most of the year. And I know it's a long time coming. We reported about it in the Suffolk Times many years ago, uh, this uh, effort going underway, getting underway. And I know it it kind of took a while and some people are uh, getting a little frustrated by it. But to see it done, I drove by there a couple weeks back and it's just it's, it's beautiful. And it's it's a great opportunity for boaters who want to come out here and experience yeah. these uh beautiful waters that we have out here. Yeah. And I think, you know, this is a great time of year for boating. So this yeah. is this is really a wonderful time to take advantage of it. You know, take a boat out at this time of year is really terrific. Absolutely. And, you know, you can take it right across to, well, not only to Shelter Island where you are, but also to Sag Harbor, where this weekend is the American Music Festival. It starts on Thursday. You can get all the information. There's a lot here, so I'm not going to go through it all, but it's at sagharbormusic.org. But, you know, you have everyone from some recognizable local acts like the Hoodoo Loungers and um, Nancy Atlas to, you know, you have uh, Grammy Award winning uh, jazz fusion pioneer uh, Ada Ravati with Randy Brecker. Uh, and there's just, you know, tons of bands going on. It's happening at several places. It's happening at Marine Park in Sag Harbor Village. Uh, there's a whole schedule of music that's going on. starts on Thursday. And goes all the way through Sunday. And uh, I had just a great time to get out and uh, enjoy live music. I know live music has, um, you know, struggled harder than than most during the, the pandemic. A lot of these people who had to, uh, who make a living getting out there and, and, you know, make a modest living. Some of these local artists getting out there and performing for people. And they really weren't able to do it. So an excellent time to get out and support live music. And even if you can't get out there, you know, maybe... Uh, Make a donation. Uh, check out uh, sagharbormusic.org for more info. Well, this is fun. It sounds like it's going to be a fun weekend, everyone. Definitely. It does. All right. Thanks so much for doing this. And thank you, everyone, for listening. <laughs> <laughs>